Welcome to the KHOW Podcast. You've joined a community who focuses on doing the word, living the word, and following the word. We hope you enjoy these messages. I'm excited about today. Let's get into prayer and let's get into the word. I do feel that there uh, just is uh, some time of, of prayer that we should definitely have a, a, a time of prayer. Uh, of praise um, to to the Lord, I think um, I think often we we understand worship and praise and the confinement that we have or the traditions that we have known them in when it pertains to um, being part of a um, a local assembly where a lot of times praise and worship is a form of music. And where that is a beautiful display, uh, what we cannot forget is that uh, praise and both worship come are seated in the heart of the believer and are expressions out of the mouth of the believer. And so it does not, it is a song is one aspect or one demonstration of praise and worship. But one thing that I think often is that because for so long they have been, these two words have been, um, the picture that comes to people's mind is music, is that many of us um, have isolated our praise and worship to just singing and, and have not really understood that the, the essence of praise is steeped in a heart of gratitude. And so there is a, a, um, another level of gratefulness um, and gratitude and um, the consistent recognition of God's goodness to his people um, that should be overflowing from our lips on a daily basis. When we look at and think of all the goodness and the greatness and the majesty and the beauty of God and how he's kept us and maintained us and protected us, um, I think oftentimes many people's praise is predicated to a service and their praise is not a part of their life. And so we have to, as disciples, uh, make sure that our praise and worship, which is to honor God for who he is, for his, for his attributes, his character, not what he can do, what not he can be, what he can provide, but just who he is that there should be words spoken and an expression given daily um, because the truth of the matter is if God just isn't, we aren't either. And the truth is every day, God stands in his I amness and makes sure to be for us. Every day, even, here's the great thing, he does for us every day. But even if there was not something that was a tangible, who he is is enough because in his I amness, it means he becomes whatever we need him to be at the point we need him to be. I am tell, he says, Moses, you tell Pharaoh that I am is sent, has sent you. He didn't give um, any other names like Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, Elohim, El Shaddai, because within I am, all those names exist. 
And so he needed Pharaoh to understand the magnitude and the force behind which he was sent. And so I want us to understand that we are also sent with the, with the, um, with the same greatness and magnitude and power and presence of the I am in our lives every day. And so knowing that fact should stir up within us um, words that lavish our affection onto our God because he lavishes his affection, his love on us daily without fail, consistently and constantly. And so um, I'm gonna ask this morning if um, Minister Malcolm, Minister David Hicks and uh, Pastor Shana can pray us in this morning. So if we go in that order, Minister Malcolm, Minister David and Pastor um, Shay, if we can go in that order. And then I just want us to have a, a little time to just in our own homes, but together corporately, you know, speak well of God, give praise and honor that is due his name. Amen. And so everyone is muted. So you will have to unmute yourselves. Those of you who have asked to pray this morning. Okay. Well, Eternal Father, we come this morning first just lavishing our praise on you, God, because you are the great I am. You are our Alpha and Omega. You are the author and finisher of our faith. You're the beginning and the end. You are he who is and was and is to come. And so, Lord, we take this moment to just reflect upon you just being you. You who uh, created us in your image, Lord, that you breathe into us the breath of life, a living soul, God. You who delivered the children of Israel from Pharaoh, God, Lord. You who delivered uh, the Hebrew boys, Father. Thank you, Lord. You who changed a man who persecuted Christians, oh God, Lord, and made him one of the greatest living testimonies that we've ever seen, God. You're just that great, Father. Mm. So, Lord, we just acknowledge you right now, Lord. Your word says uh, to trust in you with all our heart and to lean not into our own understanding, but to acknowledge you in all our ways so that you can direct the path. Yes. So this morning, God, Lord, we ask, Lord, that you would just open it all up and direct us right now yes. in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, have your way in this fellowship today, God, Lord. Show us yourself like we've never seen you before, God. Move in a way, Lord, that's historic right now, even yes. on the Zoom call right now, God. We thank you, Father, Lord, that you are, are able to do that, Lord, that you who are uh, creators of the heaven and earth, oh God, Lord, you who are the supreme ruler of the universe, God. We thank you for considering us this morning. Yeah. Thank you for calling us friend. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for allowing us um, uh, into your kingdom, Lord. Mm. Thank you for, for seeing us, oh God, Lord, and loving us enough to send your only son. Mm -hmm. That if, if we would just believe in him, Yes. that we would not perish, God, but we would have everlasting life with you, God. Yes, we thank you for the simplicity of your call, God. Mm -hmm. 
We thank you, Lord, that you've not made this complicated, God, Lord, that it all requires is a yes, God, a yes to your will, a yes to your way, a yes to your commandments, a yes to your precepts, a yes to your path. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, oh God, Lord, that you love us enough to, 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 to make it um, digestible, God. And so this morning, Lord, I pray, Lord, that we will taste and see that you are deliciously good. Mm. Everything about you, yeah, we want to consume. Yeah. We want to oh, yeah. uh, digest, oh God, Lord. Yeah. And we want to be nourished by it, oh God. Mm -hmm. So we thank you this morning that you are good and your mercy is everlasting. And Father, I'm so grateful that your truth endures to all generations because that lets me know that my children's children will know of you, Father God. Mm. So we thank you this morning, God. And with praise on our lips, God, Lord, with joy in our hearts, Lord, we're gonna lift you up right now, God. And we're gonna proclaim that you are the everlasting Father, Lord, that yeah. you are our God. Thank you, Lord. Abba, Father, we thank you for this opportunity. We don't take it for granted, Lord, mm -hmm. knowing that there are some who can't even open their mouths to give you praise, Lord. Yeah. But as we've been speaking on this call, Lord, you are so awesome, Lord, that you know that creation will cry out for you. Mm -hmm. And that if we don't do it, the rocks will. Yeah. But God, Lord, we will give you praise. We will declare your glory. We will say hallelujah. hallelujah. We thank you, Father. And we give you all praise, God, Lord. Thank you, God, for this moment. Thank you for what you're doing and what you're going to do, Lord. Yeah, we God. thank you, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name. Mm. Bless your name, God. Yeah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Glory to your name, Father. We worship you. We give you glory. We give you honor mm -hmm. because of who you are. You are Jehovah. And we worship you. Yes. As Jehovah, we say Yahweh unto yeah. your name. We give you glory. Magnify your name. Mm -hmm. We thank you, Father God, that everything we need is found in your name. Hallelujah. We thank you that everything we desire is found in your name. We thank you that everything that you have planned for us is found in your name. So we worship you, Father. We pull upon you this morning and worship you and give you thanks and give you praise for this day. Mm -hmm. Be glorified as we say yes to you, as we say yes to your path for us, as we say yes to the fruit of the Spirit being developed in us, being manifested in us. Be glorified as we say yes to our worship mm, yeah, beyond a song. As we say yes to you for moving beyond hands lifted. Yeah, God. We say yes to you to worship you with our life. Oh God, that everything that we do mm. brings a fragrance under, that you receive every person that we encounter and everything that we say behind closed doors and, mm -hmm. and to the people that we encounter, that it is a fragrance unto you. Mm -hmm. That's the worship. That's the worship that we want to offer you. We want our, revert, our worship to reveal a pure heart, 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Let our worship reveal purity in our hearts. Let our worship in our hearts be the same, pure purity unto you, that you will receive it. You see it as one and the same. The lifting of our hands, the song that we sing, it's the same. It's the same. And you desire purity. Purity. So, Father, we say yes to that worship. To worship you in that way. Lift our hands and our hearts as one and the same. One worship. Let that bring forth a sound. Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Let that be the sound that you love to hear and that we love to offer you. The sound of peace, long-suffering. Oh, God. Yeah. The sound of meekness. Thank you. That's what you desire from us. And that's what we want to offer you. Thank you, Lord. That's what we extend to you. We say yes to that. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, arise in us. And manifest the fruit. That lifestyle, that worship will be pleasing unto you. Thank you, Lord. You've called us out. You've called us out of the pews. You've called us out. Yeah. Called us out of hiding. And you're making us disciples. You're putting us out in front. Yes, Lord. So that we can encounter those that have never encountered you. Oh, Father, and that worship, that encountering is the worship that you're after. Oh, God. Our hearts, our hearts, we're no longer worshiping on the mountain, no longer worshiping in the tabernacle. It's not the worship you're seeking after. But it's the heart. Mm -hmm. We extend our heart worship to you. The posture of our heart, we change it now. Yeah. We extend it to you. Yeah. Receive that worship this morning. Thank you, Lord. Receive that worship. Mm. We shift our heart posture. Receive that. This morning, receive that, receive that worship this morning. We extend it to you. Yeah. We extend it to you. The hard areas, the secret areas, the inner chambers of our hearts that no one knows about, that we hide from you, we extend that to you so that there may be a fragrance of worship that comes from that chamber of our heart. We extend that to you, full and complete. Thank you, Lord. That you may say unto us, come in, come in, come closer. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Be glorified. Be thou glorified. Amen. In Jesus' name.
Thank you, Lord God. We thank you. We can just continue, Lord God, to give you honor and glory, Lord. We thank you for opening us up to a kingdom of possibilities, Lord God. We thank you for strengthening each and every one of us day by day, Father, as we learn the fruit of the Spirit, learn how to worship you with those fruit of that spirit, Lord God, that same spirit, Lord, that you have blessed us with, Lord God, the comforter, Father. We ask that you just continue, Lord God, to sift through us, for the enemy is looking to do the same. Mm. We want to worship you with everything that we are, mind, body, and soul, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that there is no more compartmentalizing as you have ripped the veil of the church. You have ripped the veil of how we compartmentalize. There are no more veils. Everything is laid out as it is supposed to be, Lord God. And in, in the community that you have blessed us with, iron will sharpen iron. Thank you, Lord. So we thank you, Father God. We praise you. We lift up your name, Lord God. Not with just our mouths, as Minister Hicks said, our hearts, Lord God. Yeah. Every step that we take, every breath that we breathe, we thank you for the relationship. We thank you for the continual grace, mercy, and love that you show us, whether it is in relationship or in discipline for some of us at this time. We ask, Father God, that you just continue just, oh my God, you are so amazing. If we think about everything that you have done, everything that you have brought us through, that should be enough, Lord God. We ask that you forgive us for it not being enough for most of us. So Lord, as we continue to be sifted, as we to be made disciples that will usher in a new wave of faithfulness, gentleness, meekness, love, Lord God, and all the remaining fruits, Lord, we ask that you continue to strengthen the armor, Lord God, that we are being given. And if we are out of step in our worship for you, Lord God, may you convict us and correct us. For your word says you discipline those who you love. Yes, Lord. And since you embody love, we want to do that. We will accept what you have for us, including that discipline. We thank you for fortifying us to make our worship to you, our praise to you, that much stronger, that much effective, and that much infectious. Yeah. We give you honor and glory, Lord God. Amen. Father, you are amazing. And we stand in total awe of you every day, even despite the hardest of days, at the end of it, we all can still say, wow. Because God, you come through, you show up, you take care of your children. I am grateful for the fact that God, you know exactly what we need, even when there are things that we want, we don't need. Thank you, Lord, that the Bible says you even know the number of hairs on our head, that you are that concerned, you are that mindful, you are that aware of your children. I thank you, Father, that we have been adopted into faith and into um, relationship with you. And through that adoption, we cry out these words, Abba, Father. So this morning, Abba, we thank you for calling us your sons and daughter. This morning, Abba, we thank you for providing as a father should and does. We thank you, Abba, for not being like mortal man, but in your infinite wisdom, in your infinite grace, infinite love, we have been wrapped in eternity. 
through the acceptance of your son, Jesus Christ. And we thank you that we are standing now in eternity. And that God, you are, you are moving us from faith to faith and glory to glory. We thank you, God, that even when it seems that we are lacking in you, we lack no thing. That God, you have prepared not only a place for each of us, but the plan for each of us. God, we thank you for being the author of our lives, the author of our story. We thank you, God, that you are the main character, that even in our story, you are the main character. And so, God, we thank you that we um, have such uh, a loving, gracious, beautiful, concerned, consistent day. That, Lord, it says that if our natural fathers know how to give good gifts, how much more, how much more than our heavenly father who gives the greatest of gifts? That, Lord, in the beginning when there was darkness, you hovered over the deep. That, God, in the beginning, you brought light to darkness. That in the beginning, you seeded every plant and every tree. In the beginning, you brought forth animals. And, and then, God, as, as it would have seemed that you had done it all, you said, let us make man in our image. And on the sixth day after all things were good, you said this day, it is very good. And so despite God, what anyone has ever said about me, my daddy says, I'm very good. <laughs> that Abba looks at me with eyes of loves and says, very good. With all the pain and hurts that we've been through, he looks at us and says, very good. With all the times we've doubted, moved away, have not been consistent, even in our relationship with him, he still looks at us and says, very good. That when we, God, have not measured up in our own minds, he looks and says, no, no, very good. And so this morning, God, I believe that you are calling forth the very good in each and every one of us that you want us to shift our perspective our heavenly, and get a heavenly perspective of who we are. Because here's the truth, every child is a representation of their father and their mother. And we thank you, God, that we are representations, direct reflections of our daddy. And our daddy is beautiful. Our daddy has no flaws. Our daddy is perfect. Our daddy is kind, loving, gentle, self-controlled, patient. He's forbearing, long-suffering. His love is endless. His love is unconditional. Our daddy moves towards people with compassion. Our daddy moved towards us when we were lost and broken and said, come in. Our daddy never forgets us or forsakes us. Our daddy never leaves us. Our daddy is always present. Our daddy goes before us, stands behind us, and is on the side of us. Even right now, our daddy is in every one of our rooms, lovingly lavishing his affections on us, blanketing us with his love and his peace. Even right now, as customer service may be taking care of an issue, our daddy's already taking care of it. Even right now, as we may be uh, concerned about matters, God is just saying, put them in my hands. Even right now, where there have been stresses and strains, God says, I break every stress and strain because in me, the yoke is easy and the burden is light. Even where there's been confusion, God says, in me, there is no confusion. God says, even where you have, have not known the next step, God says, I am the next step. 
even where things have been broken, God says, you are not bound. And in your brokenness, I will heal you. Even when we feel weak, daddy says, I'm strong. And let me rise up and be strength for you. Even in the night when we are sleeping and we're not even aware, our, our father has sent out angels to cover us and protect us in our sleep. He's watching. When our God sat on the throne and sent his son, that was love. <laughs> when he called his son home and sent his Holy Spirit, that was love. And every single day he is loving us, loving us, loving us, loving us, loving us through and through, in and out. He loves us. He loves us. And somebody this morning really needs to understand the love of God. It is nothing you have done or can do that makes him love you even any more or any less. His love just is. It's a powerful, sustaining, ever-moving, ever-present love. It has a heartbeat that never beats out of time. The heartbeat of God is in sync with his children. The heartbeat of God breathes life back into us daily. The heartbeat of God causes us to move forward daily. The heartbeat of God is playing the rhythm of heaven here on earth. And the song of heaven is love. The song of heaven is grace. The song of heaven is compassion. The song of heaven is mercy. The song of heaven is forgiveness. The song of heaven is peace. The song of heaven is joy. The song of heaven is self-control. These fruits are the song of heaven passed down to us here on earth for us to take in and create a sound that is happening in heaven and replicated on earth. And so I hear the Holy Spirit say, will you be my sound in the earth? See, the sound isn't a song. The sound is the heartbeat of my children gathering together, united in one place to call forth a greater sound of the Holy Spirit to come in like a rushing wind and do it suddenly. That God is preparing us to go into places and cause suddenlies to manifest instantly. And so we thank you this morning, God, because there's such a sweetness of your spirit this morning. Blanket your spirit in every home. Fall fresh, Holy Spirit. Rest in a powerful display of manifestation in every home right now. Be strong, Holy Spirit, this morning in just a way that people are feeling you all over them right now. Pour out your spirit, oh God. And know that we are here to receive. We are open, we are ready, we are open, we are ready. God, we are open, we are ready. God, we are open and we are ready. Let that be the declaration this morning. God, we are open and we are ready. 
God, we are open and each of us is open for something else and ready for something else because we know exactly where we are. We know the prayers that we have prayed. We know the promises that God has made and a lot of promises we've stopped because we have not been open and we have not been ready. Some things we've been premature about and, and, and we might've messed them up, but God says, come back now to the starting point. And just simply say, God, we are open. We are ready. God, I am open and I am ready. The plan you've laid is perfect. Forgive me for, for knocking against it. The story you are authoring and writing is amazing. Allow me to, to just enjoy the ride. God, I, I'm buckling my seatbelt. I'm getting in the passenger seat today. You know what? Actually, I'm not even going to get in the back passenger seat. I'm getting in the back seat. Because, you know, in the passenger seat, sometimes I have the propensity to tell you how to drive. But God, I'm going to get in the back seat. And actually, Lord, you know what? In my car, I'm going to put that black mirror that goes up in the limo. Because I don't need to see what you're doing or where you're going because I trust you. I'm blacking out all the windows in the vehicle that I'm riding with you in, God. Because I realize that when I just sit back and let you drive. Everything is good. Everything is all right. And everything comes to pass. I've never arrived at my destination late with God. My Lord, I don't know about you, but I've never arrived at my destination late with the Lord. I've always actually been a little bit early, right on time. I've never had to worry where God is actually taking me because uh, uh, he, he created the road that I'm traveling on. He, he created the, 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 the signs that I passed. He, he created the, the vehicle I'm in. So I'd never have to worry. I have a, 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 in the car with God, I don't have to worry about airbags because he is my safety. <laughs> in the car with God, I don't, I don't have to worry about the brakes because he is the breaker of all things. And he's the repairer of the breach. With the Lord, I don't have to worry. I don't have to fear any other drivers on the road because he's in charge of them too. And so, Lord, this morning, we just say we're open and we're ready. I mean, we're going to get in the back seat, Lord, and we're just going to let you drive. We're just going to let you drive. And so, God, we love you. We praise you. God, right now, we just um, ask that you would remove all distractions. God, that you would put us all in a posture, get our hearts primed to hear your word, God, because we came to hear from you. And even that, we're open and we're ready for it. And I'm going to just... Uh, I just want us to take a few minutes. I'm going to mute all of us. Let's just, just have a moment of, of just praising our Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for how you love us, oh God. Thank, Thank you for your mercy and your grace Thank that endure forever, oh God. Thank you for your long suffering Thank and your patience, you, loving kindness, oh God. You can unmute Thank yourselves, you God. Thank you.
love and for your healing, for your gentle mercy. Uh, we just thank you that you give us day by day by day. Mm -hmm. That even if we disappointed you, you still love us. I just want to pay, pray if anyone is having any pain in their body. God, I just pray right now for anyone who is experiencing pain or affliction in their body. I'm asking now that you would um, allow your healing power to touch them right now from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet. That Lord, where there may be pain in the back or in the legs or in the arms or um, any ligaments, any extremities, Lord, I'm asking that you send your healing power right now. Um, that where anyone, God, has tension and strain, uh, maybe in their neck, Lord, that you're releasing tension, uh, that where stress is manifested in the body is pain, that you're releasing the stress and, and bringing ease to the body. Um, asking, Lord, uh, where there has been an inability maybe to walk this week, uh, that you would strengthen their legs, God, that you would uh, strengthen the knee joints, God. Asking, Lord, uh, where anybody may be suffering in their feet, Lord, that you are strengthening them, that you're bringing healing. Um, we're asking, Lord, that you would release any swelling on any parts of the body, uh, even in the brain, God, if anyone has anything going on. Um, uh, but I also want to just uh, come against this. I feel this real heaviness of stress this week. I feel like there was a lot of stress uh, this week. And so, God, I'm asking that you would release stress off of your people right now, that you would allow them to cast their cares on you. Uh, the reason why stress continues is because you're not casting. See, when you cast a care, then it becomes something that God holds and not something that you hold. And so, Lord, we're casting our cares this morning, the things that have been causing stress in our body. And then I come against every spiritual attack that the enemy has brought uh, forth as a physical manifestation. Uh, every physical attack, every spiritual attack that the Lord is trying to uh, unleash on his people, uh, we rebuke it now in the name of Jesus. Uh, we command every demonic spirit back to hell from which they come from. Uh, we're asking God that you would uh, realign and reset uh, every home. We're asking, Lord, that you would remove any dissension, division, distractions. Uh, God, uh, uh, if there, if you've uh, noticed a, a, a argumentative or bickering spirit in your home this week, we just ask right now, God, that you break that in the name of Jesus and bring peace. Uh, asking, Lord, that you would um, just, uh, again, I just feel like because of the work that you've been doing individually, we've been doing collectively, the enemy has unleashed attack. Um, and I know it for a fact because I keep getting hit. So <laughs> I know that if I am, some of you are too, if not all of you. And what I do want to say is be aware, be aware, be aware. Don't just chuck it up as something that's happened. Um, um, uh, the enemy is very uh, displeased with our commitment to what God is doing in us, not even just here, but what you're doing individually in your homes, uh, how you've stepped it up, how you've uh, taken um, this moment and seen the advantage uh, in your becoming um, as you have not wasted this time of um, coming home or being sheltered in place, but that you've actually grown probably more in this season than you have in years. Um, that even the talents that God has unleashed, the vision, the, the dreams, the businesses, the enemy is coming to attack those. And so um, I'm just, I'm, I am sending and asking God to release not only his word to your home to heal you, but asking him to send angels to have charge over you, 
um, that no weapon formed against you can uh, can prosper. Um, uh, that every assignment of the enemy is is stopped today, uh, and that you will not be overcome because you are an overcomer. Amen. 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 And amen. Also, I want to pray for everyone who has children on this line, praying for protection for your children in Jesus name, uh, asking that they be surrounded, that they be protected, whether they are believers or not. Uh, your faith, your faith, your faith, your faith. It says this, that uh, every time God heals someone, he says, your faith has made them whole. And so understand that those who are not saved now, your faith has the power to, to have them have an encounter with the Lord later that brings them into the family of the kingdom. And so I thank you, Lord, that not one is lost in our family. Uh, outside of it, them just being hell bent to go to hell. <laughs> and there are some people who are hell bent to go to hell. But Lord, we believe that all will be saved in our families, that we will be um, the voices and the witnesses, Lord, that even when it seems like they are uh, rejecting us, Lord, we understand that there is a fight over their lives, that the enemy wants to keep them blind. But God, you are exposing the darkness and bringing them into the light right now in Jesus' name, uh, where there has been pain that has kept them from you, God. We ask that you would be a prince of peace and that you would show yourself mighty. Uh, I pray that every family member, every brother, every sister, every child, every aunt, every cousin, every grandparent, everyone uh, that is a part of our families uh, are immediate to our extended. That Lord, right now where they are, you send the word. You send the word. You send the word. That God, we would get calls today from a family member who's afflicted that said their body stopped hurting today. And that'd be the door open to pro proclaim Jesus. That somebody who has been dealing with mental anguish will call us today and that'd be the door to, to Jesus. That someone, God, who said they wouldn't believe started to believe because they see us now in action. That they're, because it says this, uh, um, even in marriage, it says this, the sanctified husband will sanctify the wife or vice versa. I believe that the sanctified family member can sanctify the other family members. I believe this, that it is how we live that draws people to want to live with God and for God. And so I thank you, God, in the name of Jesus, that these people on this Zoom call, the disciples, this ecclesia is walking in power, power power, evidential power, uh, that God, our words are not falling to the ground, that our, uh, that the word is falling in us because we are good soil and that God, we shall water and we shall plant because we know the increase is not only yours, but it's coming. Increase is coming spiritually to our families in Jesus name. In Jesus name, in Jesus name, in Jesus name, in Jesus name. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm excited. I'm excited to hear because I believe there are going to be family members that call you today. I believe that there are going to be doors unlocked today in the lives of your family members. I believe that there are going to be sons and daughters that have left the fold but are coming back in Jesus' name. I believe that there are husbands and wives who their relationships are about to catapult to another level. I believe in the name of Jesus that your children are going to begin to prophesy and speak in other heavenly languages, that your children are going to teach their friends. I decree and declare in the name of Jesus that the children from these people on this Zoom, God, are going to forge ahead and going to start um, uh, the beginning of a new wave of, of a Jesus movement in the earth, uh, that they are going to 
uh, uh, walk into their uh, their Zoom schools and profess the name of Jesus when they when they're asked how was their summer, they're going to tell them about the goodness of Jesus. I thank you in the name of Jesus that those children who have seemed to be disengaged are coming with full engagement. I thank you, Lord, that um, our family members who have who have been naysayers are about to be yes men for God. I thank you, Lord that where there has been confusion, we are able to bring clear instruction to our family members. That God, where those who have been um, under heavy tradition, that we are able to bring them into right relationship with the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. I thank you, Lord, uh, that even those of us who have parents who are may not be in the best of health, that God, that you are gonna give them great days, that their ladder is about to be greater. In the name of Jesus, God, you are a healer and a restorer. I thank you. I thank you, Lord, that you are going to restore back even um, certain memories for parents so that God, even in the midst of them losing their minds, they're going to remember the joy of the Lord is their strength. And so I thank you, Father, that there is no disease that is greater than our God. There is no disease that our God can't, can't cure. There is no disease that our God can't break through. There is no infirmity that our God does not hold the power to possess and overcome and overrule. You reign, God. You reign. You reign, God. And so I want to say this for every parent who has uh, doubted, even for their children, I need you to repent right now. I need you to repent right now. If you have uh, uh, begun to doubt your own children's ability or their relationship or what they're doing, uh, know God is moving. And allow them, just like God allowed you to come, allow them to come and be there ready to receive them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. I love the Lord. Okay, so. Uh, I, I'm going to ask, is anybody, I'm going to ask, is there anybody, uh, based on what we just prayed, uh, anybody have anything they want to share? Maybe God tapped on something you've been praying for. I don't want to leave anyone out. Is anyone, anyone, anyone? Um, yes. Okay. Um, okay. This yeah. morning, uh, my, uh, my sons are visiting with my mom, and this morning I got a call from my mom, actually right before we started that uh, my son Tyrell, who had a hernia surgery about a year and a half ago, has started to have some more pain this morning mm -hmm. in his abdomen when he tried to move. And so uh, definitely uh, praying, continue praying for him on that. And this week I have been wearing a brace on my left foot and I've had, I guess it's a, an, it one, Pain in one place causes it in another. So I've had pain in the left foot where my ankle has been swollen for absolutely no reason all week long. And my right hip has felt like it's been a little, um, like a kink, like it's been out of place. So yeah, so amen for that. Amen, amen. Minister Hicks, I'm gonna take you and then we're gonna get into this lesson. Amen, just thank you for the prayer. Um, this week, well actually started last weekend my family, family and I, we, we've been talking about some, some things that will prove to be historic for our bloodline that we're about to do. And uh, it started, you know, I've, I've said it once and I say it again, I just really uh, thank God for you, Pastor, um, for our relationship and, and how God has navigated things. And it is, uh, um, our times of talking have been the catalyst for some 
some, uh, some healing and not just healing, but the progressiveness of the will of God for our life as a family. And um, so we were talking this weekend about some things and that we're about to execute immediately and some further plans again that, like I said, it would be pretty monumental for our family. And, um, and then we get the news about my brother-in-law uh, passing. Uh, and then from there, as you said, you know, the attacks just started. I started having pain in my chest um, all week long and just out of nowhere. Normally, you know, I'm, I'm fine, but all of a sudden having this pain and um, I don't feel it today because uh, God is good. But, uh, and I've been wondering where has it been coming from? And so uh, great revelation, you know, and insight, you know, about the attacks uh, of the enemy and because of the progression, you know, and the success of God that is up on our lives, you know, and we have to be aware of that. And, uh, and so thank God for that. And, and I'm believing God for even greater victories for not just us, but for everyone. Amen. Amen. I'm going to take Marlo and then we're going to, I'm going to start this lesson. Yes, Marlo. My love. Um, yeah, I've talked to everybody before about, you know, I've been having issues with my heart. And then they said that um, I went to an EKG and he said it was nothing wrong with your heart. But they also had to end up doing a, um, an ultrasound and I went back to go have the results for that. And they, um, and he said that the ultrasound showed that it was nothing wrong with my heart too. But when I came in that day, he said that, um, cause they did another EKG when I came in and they, he said, it's definitely something wrong with my heart. And, um, I just, you know, the way my outlook has been on things has just changed, you know, cause in that moment, he didn't know that I had already had my surgery. And he said, so you definitely cannot have surgery until we look into this further. And I was like, I've already had surgery. And he was like, and they put you to sleep. And I was like, yes. And he said, and there was no issues or any problems. And, and, and I said, no, it wasn't. And it just let me know, you know, in that moment who God is, you know, that he was showing me in that moment what he can do and, and who he is to me, you know, and that, Nothing happened to me that I got through that surgery just fine. And that I know in my heart that I'm still going to be fine. You know, whatever's going on, you know, he just let me have that confirmation of knowing who he is and that he's looking out for me no matter what. And, and I just, I, I'm just walking in that. I just, in that he sees me, he hears me, he knows me. And for those who don't know, I have a whole list of medical issues and I'm here. I walk, I talk, I move, I do everything that I really shouldn't be doing. And it's all by the grace of God. And I just continue to just praise him and thank him. That's all Amen. I wanted to say today. Amen. Amen. But look at that. Two tests. And an ultrasound say nothing's wrong with her heart. She has the surgery. And she goes and sees the doctor. He says, oh, something's wrong with your heart. Don't have surgery. A little late, doc. A little late. <laughs> but that's God. That's a God thing. That a condition that I know they've told her. This isn't like a couple weeks ago. They didn't talk about this for a while. No one can find it. It doesn't exist. God. So Marlo, thank you for sharing.
thank you for sharing. And that's what I, one thing y'all have to know uh, is Marlo has, even in the, the worst of times, she has not lost her faith in God. And she has consistently been like, God is going to heal me. God is going to heal me. God is going to heal me. God, as, as hard as it is, we have seen her go from walking to walking with a cane to her children having to walk her up some stairs to her being riddled in pain. We've had to stop teaching and all go to pray. And to see God heal something that these doctors have been saying to her exists and say it doesn't exist. Only God can do that. Only God can do that. So let's get into this lesson today. We are in the second, uh, I'm sorry. Yes, we are now going into the second aspect of this month of go. Uh, we are in the making. We are in the making. I'm so grateful for the making um, because we've been being made and now God is charging us to take part in the making of those that he will send our way to, to allow them to understand uh, the beauty uh, of discipleship and of being a disciple of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Uh, and so we talked on Wednesday of, uh, about the first aspect of go, which is going with the love of the Father. And that was centered and steeped around grace and compassion. Um, I want to, us to keep in mind that our theme scripture for these six months is Matthew 28, 19, which says, now, therefore, or therefore, or now, go make disciples in the name, I'm sorry, of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Matthew 28, 19, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Can I tell you what's very interesting? I, I, I want to touch one aspect of this, and I'm doing it right now because the Holy Spirit is telling me to. Uh, what I think is very interesting is that Jesus tells the disciples to go make disciples of all nations before all nations were included. Because if you think about this, Pastor Tife, the argument when Paul came was that he was bringing a message to people it wasn't for. Other disciples were arguing with, if I'm not happy, <laughs> that he was coming and sharing a message that at one time was for the Jews, now with the Gentiles. But Jesus clearly says in Matthew 28, therefore go and make disciples of all nations. So they didn't even realize what he was saying, right? And, and I wanna say that the Holy Spirit is saying this to me because a lot of times we also too have looked at all nations as us. All nations being make disciples of the Christians. It doesn't say Christians. It doesn't say those who love the Lord. Just like it doesn't say for God so loved the world, the world is, wasn't exclusive, right? And so, the, and, and then he says, and then baptize them. John the baptized, John the baptizer, John the Baptist, who was a baptizer, was baptizing people into and under the guise of repentance. Jesus came and speaks of repentance and the kingdom, right? He further takes it to this, this, next, this next phase. But John the Baptist wasn't baptizing believers. Now, Jesus says, go and make disciples of all nations. He's foretelling, it's a prophecy. It's a prophetic utterance from Jesus. 
as to what will come. And a lot of times we are missing out of the prophetic aspects of the word because there are some things that we have um, put in our mind. We, we, we have looked at the Bible and said, well, this is just, it's, it, it is, now, you know, I say this and I'm going to say this, I'm going to say it again. The Bible is about you. Okay. But we look at it and go, this just, this, this is mine. It belongs just to us. Well, then why would we be sent to people who right now this doesn't belong to? If it's just for us, let me tell you this, we're doing a bad job with what, what is just for us. Because if it's just for us, then we should have had more influence, more power in this world. If it's just for us, then, then we should take this a little bit more seriously. If it's just for us, we should follow the, 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 the word to the T. If it's just for us, then we don't have a choice. If it's just for us, then why aren't us standing in the power and the authority, um, in the clarity, in the, in, the, in the majesty and the beauty of all that this word is? Why aren't we more um, excited and diligent about making disciples? See, what we have done is we have taken the gospel message, hoarded it, and then said, it's just for me. And then we sit places for 20 and 30 years and we've never even done Matthew 28, 19. Many people leave the earth never having made a disciple. And yet it is, the, it is, it is one of Jesus's final commandments <laughs> to the disciples. It is how the, the church began. The church, the ecclesia, the people. Right, because then the apostles go forward, Holy Spirit falls upon them, and then they're sent out to regions all over. And each of them begins to lead other nations. And so we see the fulfillment of this prophecy happen through the life of the apostles. And then Apostle Paul comes, who has never walked with Jesus, but Jesus has an encounter with Jesus, and Jesus transforms his life so much so that a man who used to kill Christians is now fighting for and drawing Christians into and under the banner of salvation and the knowledge of Jesus Christ. So we've got to take Matthew 28 seriously, guys. This charge is a serious charge. It's not just something to read and pass over. And it is not the responsibility of, of only the pastor, which a lot of us have put as the responsibility of the pastor. But this doesn't say, therefore, pastors go and make disciples. Therefore, uh, prophets, evangelists, teachers, preachers, that's not what it says. He was talking to the disciples and said, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. And then told us how to do it. Okay? So we're talking about going today. We talked about this. I want to remind us that we're being made required commitment, consistency, and courage. The making is going to cause us to um, be consistent in our communion, to have the courage to continue, and the commitment to go beyond, okay? So we talked about going with the love of the Father. Today, we're gonna talk about this, going with the authority of Jesus. Going with the authority of Jesus. 
So these are the ways that we have to go. When, when he says now go, there are ways that you have to go. See, I think a lot of times many of us have gone somewhere aimlessly. We've just started to take off and we had no idea what we were supposed to do, how to do it, where we were going. We just were so excited to go somewhere. We just took off. Okay. But even when you're running a race, you have to wait till the gun fire, they shoot the gun. Um, because if not, what it is called, if you go ahead of time, it's called a false start. And many of us, when God has said, God, we've been waiting for God's go, we have been, um, instead of waiting for the go, we have been in a series of false starts. And when you live a life of false starts, you never finish. So I want to say for those of you who have done things and watched yourself and said, God, I never finish, uh, because you have been living in a series of false starts instead of waiting for the go of God. I've been there. And so a lot of people never finish a thing. They never complete a thing. They quit in the middle of a thing because, uh, uh, and if you look, let's look, think about it. Whenever a runner does a false start, they start and then they, t and it's like, oh, like they turn around and it's like, oh my gosh, right? Because it is not the thing to do, <laughs> right? It's, uh, uh, it's, is it a penalty? Yeah, it's, it, 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 there's like a penalty for it. Right, so we don't realize that our false starts have created consequences and, 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 and it's caused us to not finish the race because you can't finish a race in a false start. And so God tells us that we are to finish our race, okay? So we're going with God. I wanna give you some, uh, some new definitions about go in regards to uh, this aspect of going with the authority of Jesus. So number one, here's what's happening to us in our go. Uh, we're changing in level and rank, okay? Uh, uh, we are now uh, stepping into uh, the making. And so we've got to change the level in which we do, have done things because our rank has changed. We have gone from becoming disciples to making disciples. And so there is a now a, a, a rank that we've been giving. The level we were at is changing. And if we are all very, um, uh, if we're present in discerning the times, uh, uh, the level has changed. The, the, <laughs> what is happening in this world, the, the, the level has changed. And so as uh, followers of Jesus Christ, our level in the Lord should have changed. Even with what is happening, it should have changed our, the way we think, the way we see, our perspective, our, our, our discernment. All of that should, should have transformed and changed. We've, we should be at a different level now. But as we come into the making, we are at a different level because our rank has changed. Also this, it's to move and to travel to another place. We are traveling into a new place in God. So I'm, I'm going to talk to you right now in these definitions spiritually, okay? So I'm not talking physically, you need to move or to travel. What I'm saying is now we are moving into greater depths, we're, we're moving into greater understanding, and we are gro uh, growing in greater power, okay? So we're moving from one place to another. And then last, I love this, a go is this, a person's turn to do something. It's your turn. It's your turn. It's your turn. Some of you have been standing, asking the Lord, when is it going to be my turn? I'm telling you today, it's your turn. Your goal is a person's turn to do something. You've been wanting to turn, you've been wanting to jump in. Guess what? Today, it's your turn. And God sees you and he has equipped you and will continue to keep equipping you. 
Okay, so we're going to go with the authority of Jesus. Let's talk about authority real quick, and then we're going to get into two scriptures to back this up. Now, when I'm talking about authority, I want you to put the word dominion. Dominion is, 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 is what we're going to be talking about today, but I want to give the definition of authority. And so authority is the power or right to give orders, make decisions, and influence obedience. So it's the power and the right to give orders, make decisions, and enforce obedience. See, Jesus had the right to give orders because he was the son of God. He, he was, had the right to make decisions on our behalf, the behalf of the disciples, because God, he was now God in the flesh, and he knew where, what, what, where they were going and what they were doing. He also influenced obedience. Jesus didn't have to tell people to obey him. He didn't have to try to beat them over the head whip them into, into obedience. He influenced their obedience by his obedience to the Father. And so often we, we um, live under this mentality of do what I say, not as I do. And Jesus was like, do what I say because of what I do. What he said and what he did was the same. And we've got to be that because we can influence obedience instead of trying to force obedience. Okay. Um, it is this, it's an, it's official permission. Official permission is authority. Here's what I love in Matthew 28, 19, God just, Jesus just gave us all permission, official permission when he said go. So authority is official permission. And then lastly, authority is the power to influence others. I don't know about you, but Jesus has influenced my life. God has influenced my life. The Holy Spirit has influenced my life. And I can tell you the people who stand in the power of God and the presence of God and the authority of God have also influenced my life. And, and if you think about it, think about those who uh, are men and women of God who influenced their, your life. Um, it, it, it wasn't because, and it shouldn't be because they, 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 they could do certain things. It just is because they were just who they were drew you. Um, uh, many of us, or some of us know, uh, Philomena, Bunny Wilson, Bunny Wilson. Um, um, if you're in her sphere for just a moment, her very essence influence is an influence. The way she has postured her life with the Lord is an influence. If I was to call her right now and say, how are you doing? She will give me the same answer. Even if I know all hell has broken loose in her life, she is going to say this and mean it. I am grateful. Grateful, grateful, grateful. And the countenance lets you know it's true. Her posture lets you know it's true. Even as she could, she could be standing in the midst of hell and she is grateful. And that's the influence. So I love the question today that Gigi gave about the fruit of the spirit, because what I want to be known for is that I influenced people because of not what I could do, just who I was in God. And so who Jesus was and his father influenced everyone. So much so that if they heard their, his name, they came to where he was because they knew his, the, 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 his name alone brought power, authority, dominion. 
So let's go to Genesis 126. Malcolm was left the building. So I'm going to use Minister Janetta today. Yes, a new reader in the same house. Minister Janetta, we're going to go to Genesis number one, chapter one. Okay. And so we're talking about going with the authority of Jesus, right? So we've got to talk about dominion. You cannot leave dominion out of this conversation. Okay. So Genesis one, we're going to read one verse and that verse is verse 26. Yes, she's reading. You're late. <laughs> then God said, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. Okay. So in this scripture, uh, I you might be reading that NIV, NIV? Yes, in the NIV, the word is rule. It is the same word as dominion. And so other translations will say, let them have dominion, okay? And, 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 and what I love about God, and I need you guys to know this because maybe you're not aware, God is in the specifics and he is specific. So he doesn't just say, give them dominion over everything. He literally lists exactly what it is, okay? what they what 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 we should have had dominion over but what they adam and eve did have dominion over okay and so in this in in verse 126 i want to break down that word rule okay and again in in other translation it says to have dominion so number one dominion is a possession it belongs to you and I think a lot of times we think dominion is, um, is, is um, how do I want to say it? I think we think dominion is something that we can access every now and then instead of realizing it is something we already possess and it belongs to us. Guys, you have dominion. You don't need to get it because you have it. And I'm going to show you how you have it after the fall of man, okay? but you have it, it belongs to you. Dominion is, 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 um, is in three parts. There's an aspect of chastise, there's the reign, the R-E-I-G-N, and then there's the prevail against, okay? And so when we have dom dom uh, dominion, uh, the word chastise is actually the word discipline, okay? And so as disciples, we are to uh, have discipline. The Lord is going and has chastised us, disciplined us, rebuked us. And there will be times in you, in you um, standing in the place of making disciples that you are going to have to have a level of, uh, of discipline and chastisement. Um, this, this is not, again, to beat them, but this is, is to um, um, give them a guidance and correction, the same that you got, the same that we will continue to get. Because again, we are not perfect. Okay, there is this reign that um, the R-E-I-G-N, the dominion comes with. It's the best or most important in a particular area of dominion. Okay, and so we have the rank, God reigns over our lives. He is uh, the ruler, the reigner over our lives. And so God also, because we're his children, uh, gives us the ability to reign with him. 
okay? Again, this is not for you to look at yourself higher, more highly than you uh, ought to, or to put yourself in a position of, if we were thinking of the reign, you think of royalty, you think of the queen who reigns, right, a, a kingdom. Um, we are not the king. So we do not have, right, um, we do not have final authority, we, but God has given us authority in the kingdom with the things that he has called us and placed us to have charge over. And then finally, you have to know dominion allows you to prevail against, which means this, to win a victory over as in a battle, okay? As disciples, you prevail against, and who are we prevailing against? The enemy. So we're, we have the victory to win over, uh, to, to, to be over, to win over in a battle. That means we overcome. That means we win, that we are going to beat the enemy. Even when it might be a game he's trying to get us to play, we are not playing with you. And that's why Jesus said, when the disciples go out, you go out in my name. Because his name has authority and power behind it. But I think what we forget is that not only do we have the authority and power in the name of Jesus, we also already have dominion in us. So when you understand that you have dominion over a thing, let me say it like this, you have dominion over your house. So when the enemy tries to come and trip you up where you have dominion, Understand that you have the right to prevail against. You reign in that environment. So like, for instance, there have been times I have been, I have slept and had, I, I've had a, a, a bad, okay, let's just, have you ever had a bad dream? Anybody ever had a bad dream? Okay. Some people have night terror. Some people it's worse than others. But so often we forget that we have dominion. So what we will do is we'll get up and, and try to watch TV or do something else, right? To try to shake it, to get back to sleep. Instead of stopping and going, Father, right now, I thank you that I have dominion over this space. I thank you that there are no enemies that, can, that, that are allowed to um, overcome me in my sleep. I thank you that they're trying to form a weapon that cannot prosper. And so God, I take dominion and charge over the atmosphere in my home and I ask peace to come and flood. Do you get what I'm saying? Wherever you are, you have dominion there. If you are at your job, you have dominion in your cubicle. <laughs> if I am walking down the street, I have dominion over that street. Because he gave it to us so that wherever we are, we could influence the space we're in. That we could transform the environment. We are supposed to be shifters. And so we've got to understand that every battle that the enemy tries to bring your way, you have the ability to prevail against it. That everything that tries to reign over you that's not God, you're supposed to be reigning over it. That everything that is not in a line with the way and the will of God, you need to discipline it and get it back in order. Now, let's go to Matthew 28 and 18. This is what I love, because this is the scripture that precedes our theme scripture, okay? Matthew 28 and 18, Janetta. So even right now, Danielle, I, I saw you turn, you have dominion to speak over your body. 
Some of us don't even realize that we have the power to speak over our own bodies. You have authority to speak over and ask in the name of Jesus for your healing. Matthew, Man, I'm sorry. I did, I, well, we had just gotten a... Uh, Hold on one second. I'm going to come back. Okay? Keep that thought. I want to read this scripture and I'm going to come back, Danielle. Okay? Yes, ma'am. Because I want you to hear this scripture. 2818? Yes, ma'am. It reads, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Now read 19. Therefore, go. Stop. and. So he says, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me, therefore go. Okay, so all, every kind, any whole, authority, the power, the influence, um, and it's both spiritual power and earthly power, and it's delegated power. So every power or influence in eternity and the world has been placed and granted to Jesus. Now go. And then, he says, then, then, then he says, go. And then his go, it's okay, daddy. Then his go says this. Now go therefore make disciples, baptizing them in the, in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So the thing is, he says to us, look, it's already under my authority. It's already in heaven and earth. I have the power and the influence. I delegate, and here's the thing, his authority is also delegated power. So if someone has delegated power, they delegate, right? Which means then they then say to someone else, because if you, if you delegate something, right, you are then saying, here, now go do this, right? So he's like, not only do I already have power, I have delegated power, which means once I tell you, you have the power. <laughs> I'm giving you my power. He says, so now go. But I need you to understand, heaven and earth is already, heaven and earth, not just heaven, heaven and earth is already under my authority. I need you to understand that all of it, any part of it, any kind of it, the whole of it has been granted and is placed in my hand uh, and it's been given to me. And I want us to really understand, says Jesus, the, the, the name Jesus is Yeshua. And that means deliver, rescue. Jesus also is uh, derived from the name Joshua, which means salvation. Christos, the anointed one. And so he says, it's already been given to me which means it's already been delivered and rescued. <laughs> so now go. Here's the thing. He lets us know you're not going in your strength. You don't even have to go and fight that hard. You don't even have to go and try to make it up. You don't even have to go and not know what you're doing. You don't even have to go and think about losing. And many of us have been taught this uh, four-step salvation program that many of us have failed and crumbled under because we did not go in the authority of Jesus. We went under the banner of the ministry we belong to. 
and or we went playing a numbers game because we, we wanted to come back and make sure we got one or two because we all got to come back and give an account to each other. But we didn't go with authority from heaven and earth. We didn't go under the banner of Jesus. We didn't even go really being armed and well equipped. We didn't go knowing we had dominion. We went as, I'm, I'm gonna be nice, let me get something else. We went, give me something else, Holy Spirit, unless you want me to say that. We went as beggars. We've been begging people to come to Jesus instead of being so fully found in him that when we show up, they're influenced to ask, what happened? What is this? We didn't go with authority and dominion that even if we knocked on the door, and they came out already with the thinking you somebody else trying to give them something else. That the joy of the Lord, the peace of God, the authority of a heaven. When you know the authority of heaven is standing behind you, you never shrink back. If you know that the name of Jesus is as powerful as it is, you never tremble in fear about what someone else is going to say or not say. If they say no, and keep it moving. But we can't be begging people to do something that requires a profession and a confession. It is your influence that is going to draw their hearts to be drawn to God. So let's write down a few notes today. Number one, authority begins in faith and is lived by faith. Authority begins in faith and it is lived by faith. Second Corinthians 5, 7 says this, we walk by faith, not by sight. So authority is lived by faith. I have the faith that the authority of Jesus is with me because God gave, now, now I'm gonna tell us how we got it back. God gave us dominion, yes, Adam and Eve, right? And all these things happen. But let me tell you this, this is what I love. What was given in the garden is reestablished through Jesus. The power of Jesus' name cannot be taken lightly. You gotta understand what was given in the garden has been reestablished. And I think we don't really realize that. I think that we think dominion was left in Eden, but dominion came with Jesus. And that is why in Matthew 28, 18, Jesus says, all authority has been given to me in heaven and in earth. Now go. What was given in the garden, guys, is reestablished through Jesus. The power of Jesus's name cannot be taken lightly. Because he tells us, he doesn't tell us, just baptize them. He tells us in the names of, because these names hold weight. These names hold power. These names give dominion. These names bring authority. These names bring healing. These, right? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. 
So authority begins in faith and is lived in faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. You can't see the dominion. You can't see the authority, but you have it. And until you know it belongs to you, you can't live in it. You can't live it out in faith. See, anything that belongs to me, you can't take from me unless I give it to you. And many of us have allowed the enemy to take our dominion because we didn't know it belonged to us. Number two, without Jesus, man's authority would remain lost when it was always to be found in us. Without Jesus, man's authority would always remain lost. We, we lost things in the garden. Let's, let's be real. <laughs> we lost direct access. We lost, right? It said that the man was going to contend with the ground, right? Told us about all the, the, the curses that would come to man and woman, women. But without Jesus, man's authority would remain lost. But when it, uh, when it was always to be found in us, this was God's desire, that dominion would be ours, belong to us, be found in us, and that we would walk in that authority. He said, Get, let them have dominion over the air, the sea, the birds, the fish, the trees, the, right? Then he said, so much so like, y'all name it. <laughs> and it's not lost because Jesus comes back and he conquers death, hell, and the grave. And then he gives to us his children that authority, that dominion back through him. That once we have accepted him as savior, we now, says we're co-heirs. We're co-heirs, which means we, get, we have access to the inheritance that Jesus had. Jesus' inheritance, part of that was dominion and authority. And if we're co-heirs, it belongs to me too. And maybe... Thank you, Holy Spirit. Maybe we don't understand that we're co-heirs. Maybe you don't understand what it is to have an inheritance, to be an heir to something. So in the royal kingdom, there is an heir to the throne, right? Someone has to pass for them to then be seated in that position. We are co-heirs with Christ. God calls us co-heirs, so we have the inheritance, right, that God gives to his son. We now, as sons and daughters, have, have access and have received that same inheritance. So Jesus says, all authority has been given to me in heaven and earth. And then he tells us, now go. And then we find out that we're co-heirs, that authority has been given back to us because it was lost in the garden. But it was always ours. And please understand that it belongs to you now. I feel like today, y'all gonna fight a little different because you realize you had dominion. I feel like today you gonna have a little bit more strength because you understand your co-heirship. I think you, I think too often, like I've said, we have lived under the instruction of the word and not all the revelation also. And God is trying to reveal this to you today. And so I'm gonna read the points again. Authority begins in faith and is lived out by faith. 2 Corinthians 5, 7, we walk by faith and not by sight. Without Jesus, man's authority would be lost when it was always to be found in us. And then what was given in the garden is reestablished through Jesus and the power of Jesus' name cannot be taken lightly. You've got to understand that Yeshua, has, Yeshua, Yeshua, the deliverer, the rescue has come. And as he has rescued us, as he has saved us, as he has provided a way for us, of escape from the enemy into a life of, of, of eternal salvation, 
uh, that we have also been given authority in Jesus. So when we go and we go in, in to, and go to make disciples, we have to realize that wherever God sends us, you have dominion there. Wherever you are, you have dominion there. Wherever you live, you have dominion there because you also have the sun in you. Are there any questions, comments, or concerns? Thank you for joining us on another episode of the K-How Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to email us at khowworshipla. That's K-H-O-W-O-R-S-H-I-P-L-A at gmail.com. Thank you.